Welcome to H. Montgomery Jr. Presents Leadership and Life Lessons for the Rest of Us, a Conversation, where we discuss relevant topics that affect us all. Topics covered include politics, religion, sports, or anything else that may be trending on social media. No topic is off limits. We will, uh, we will use facts and common sense to analyze each topic, but as you know the old sayings goes, common sense is not always common. So let the conversation begin. Again, I want to welcome you to the second episode of this podcast. The last podcast, we, we had a couple of conversations, but we talked about that we were going to talk about one of the trending topics in, in episode number two. And we we're going to talk about sending your kids to school in this COVID-19 environment. Now, I know if you have school-age kids, uh, whether they're young kids or college students, this is a trying time for you, and it's a time that you have to, to struggle with and try to balance the fact that, you know, especially if you have younger kids, that you need to go out to go to work, and, and so kids going to school will help with that um, daycare during the daytime. And then, uh, but at the same time, as you struggle with that, you struggle with the fact that are you putting your child in harm's way or putting your children in harm's way? And then as we look at college students, you know, with uh, many of the colleges are deciding whether or not they should open or not, or should they be uh, 100% virtual or should they have some type of hybrid program? And I know some schools, because I have friends who uh, have, have college students who uh, are going to attend school, especially freshmen. Uh, they have to actually go to the dorms and sign in. Now, what's interesting about that is, though, they're going to go to school, be in the dorms, but then they will do many of their classes online. So that's just an interesting dilemma. And I'll be honest with you, as uh, one I'm glad I do not have to face right now. But as you look at that, and I know the, the, the tension and the stress is high, it's a high level of stress. And then as we listen, listen to our leaders and we listen to the, the, all the information that we're getting from social media, even from the regular media, the news and television, radio, you're getting mixed, mixed um, messages, I guess, uh, to, if that's the way we want to put it. You know, some will say, yes, it's okay. Some will say, well, no, we shouldn't send them. Then others will say, well, if the school is going through the right protocols, uh, safety protocols, maybe it's okay. But this is something that as a parent or as a guardian or as a person responsible for young lives, uh, one of the things that you need to do is to to really, first of all, make sure you're getting information and, and try to get information from multiple sources so you can kind of balance out what is true what is not. And then what you have to do is do a risk analysis and what you're willing to do and what you and your child are willing, the risk you're willing to accept. Now, with younger children, parents, you know, it's a little easier. You can make that decision for your child, whether they should go or stay. Um, and then a lot of it also depends on what your locality or your, you know, your county, state or city decides what they're going to do with school. But I know it's a tough one right now, and it's one that um, that's really there's no easy answer. You know, and, and when, it's, uh, when we first heard about COVID-19, we know young people didn't seem to be affected, but the diseases seem to have migrated, the virus has migrated and, and, and changed a little bit and, and morphed into something a little bit different. So now we see young kids and the younger folk people are now being affected 
almost as uh, rapidly as those who are older. It appears now that the coronavirus has no age differentiation. It, it, it doesn't discriminate by age anymore. But what we have found, though, that even though when younger people test positive, or actually what it is, is when healthy people test positive, that they don't seem in, in many cases to, you know, uh, be affected to the point where they have to be hospitalized, going respirators and so on and so forth. So one of the things I would tell you as you go and you look at the situation, things I would tell you now, I'm not a doctor. Uh, so I would tell you to make sure you check with your medical uh, uh, professionals, especially to see the health of your child and, you know, uh, or the health of that person who's going to go to school. And if you're a college student, you know, go to the doctor, see what your health looks like, because if you're healthy, it appears that for the most part, as you go, you, you, you have. Well, first of all, we know you'll have a better uh, chance to fight the virus if you get it. But on the other uh, thing is, is that uh, we just have to be careful also, because even if you don't contract that virus, you know, if you become asymptomatic and you're carrying the virus, then you have to now be careful who you go around so that you can ensure that you're not passing that virus on to someone who may be. Uh, in those uh, riskier categories or have those underlying conditions, health conditions that might cause them to, to succumb to COVID-19. But yes, I, you know, as I listen to young students and I know for many, especially high school seniors, for example, you know, they, they, they missed out on their senior year per se. You know, they weren't able to, to have that a year that they had been looking forward to ever since they had gotten into high school. You know, they were able to see that the class before them, all the things they were able to do and celebrate during that senior year, and then those things that were taken from them and by no fault of their own, but it was just a situation with COVID-19. So now we're saying it's time to go to school and and, you know, they've been looking forward to going to college, going off where they can go and, and, and be on their own, you know, a little bit. Because we know for those of us who were in college, we know for most of us, yes, we're on our own. We get a chance to get away from the parents for a while, but we're not fully thrust into the world yet. But that's coming. But but so we always so we didn't want to rush our college days. We want to enjoy and we want to give us that opportunity to grow, to understand life more as we prepare for the next once we graduated. Well, now we have, you know, students who are, are who are in a whole different environment. If you chose a school who's going to do virtual, so you're going to be kind of just like you were at home and, and how things have been for the last few months. And so you don't quite have well, you won't quite get that college experience. But if you want some of the students who are, are going on campus, the thing you have to remember is, is that the, the schools can only do so much to protect you. They can they can make sure that you, you know, that uh, maybe in the cafeteria, they don't have it as they, they limit capacity and they'll do all kind of things in classrooms and, and all sorts of things. But but we or the student themselves has a responsibility that they must look at their situation, see where they are, and do those things that are socially responsible. You know, 
where you wear a mask when you're in public and, you know, uh, make sure you're social distancing, making sure you're keeping your hygiene. And even though young people, we know how it is. You see, especially if you see a friend that you haven't saw in a while, you want to hug them and stuff. And that's probably not the best thing to do. And if you can afford or maybe the schools will do it, if you can periodically get tested just to see to make sure you're not carrying the virus. Now, one thing I will tell you, if you're a college student, uh, when you go and those breaks come up, when you're allowed to go back home, the one thing that, you know, you need to talk to your parents about is that you probably want to be tested prior to leaving campus just to make sure to ensure that you're not carry a carrier and take the virus back home to your loved ones. And so, again, this is a, a different situation. This is one that is, is really you have to think about and how to navigate through this thing. We want our lives to be uh, get back to normal, but that new, and I don't want to say the new normal, because, you know, we hear that term, but the, but the new reality or what's happening right now is that things aren't the way it used to be. So we just have to take precautions. That doesn't mean we can't still live our lives. And what I mean by that, you want to to go ahead and, and do things to have fun. Have those social distance um, gatherings where people, you know, you, you, you see creative ways where people meet out in, in an open space and be able to have their six feet apart or, you know, and they're outside and, you know, some wear masks. And I would encourage you to wear your mask then, but some don't because they because of the distance, but at least they're further apart. They're outside where air is flowing. And then you'll be able to still socialize and get some of that socialization in because, you know, we as uh, human beings are social creatures and we we love the company of other people. But we just have to be smart. Now, COVID-19 is not going to be around all the time. I mean, eventually it's going to uh, either go away or we'll have a way to kind of control it. So until we get to that point where we can feel comfortable, you know, maybe uh, hugging again or some of the other things, uh, we, we, we just have to make sure we're doing the right thing and the responsible thing. Now, I know you hear a lot of people say, well, you know, I have a right not to wear my mask and I have a right to do this. And that is true. You do. But what we have to understand, though, you do not have the right to put someone else in jeopardy. And that's what we have to think about. You know, one thing I know most people, at least when I was growing up, we talked about the golden rule, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. And so as we go out there, if if you knew a person had coronavirus, what would you do then? Would you want to wear a mask if you're around that person? Would you not even go around that person? I'm sure you would definitely want to keep your distance from them. Well, the thing is, we don't know who has it and who don't because many people are who would test positive, but they're asymptomatic and they don't show any symptoms. So you never know. So we have to go out and 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 look at the situation as if a person may have it and protect ourselves the best we can. Because only so much protection you can do unless you put yourself in a bubble and that's where you stay. Um, you know, you're always going to be at some risk of uh, of uh, contracting the virus. But the thing we can do is do the best things we can. And even the simple things as wearing a mask when we're out in public, uh, you know, social distancing as much as we can and, you know, and, and continue to wash our hands and use, you know, hand sanitizers, those things to, to help 
reduce our risk of contracting the, the disease. So that's for the college students. Now for the younger kids, again, as I was stating earlier, parents, you have to go out and, and, and find out all you can and how that school is gonna handle the day-to-day -day situation. How are they gonna handle the classrooms? How are they gonna handle the teachers and, and how they hand down assignments and, and what are they gonna do during recess and all those things. Get all the information you can and then make a decision whether you believe that that's safe enough for your child. Okay, now, uh, understand that you have other things that are involved in that. As I stated earlier, as people start to return to work, they, you know, uh, their child not being in school cause some other hardships. So you have to decide, you know, your level of risk. And but please don't make that decision just based on um, just, you know, think about the health of your child. You know, it's one thing you really have to be thinking about and have that at the forefront. Now, what I've heard from most cases, I was listening to some uh, people who were experts and they were saying, well, look, if your child is healthy and has no underlying conditions and there's a healthy child, then they probably can go to school as long as the school is doing what they need to do, wiping down surfaces, trying to keep the children you know, apart and so on and so forth. And then parents, we have to teach our kids, even the younger ones, that yes, we may not be able to go, they may not be able to run up and hug each other. Now that's difficult when you're talking to kids because kids want to play. That, you know, we want to get together with other kids and play and that's what they want to do. But you have to kind of, um, get with them, teach them that just for this period of time, maybe they can't do everything. And that's the best you can do because we know what's going to happen when kids get together. They're going to do things. And so teachers got their work cut out for them. And at the school, would be, you know, they shouldn't have a single teacher classroom almost. They almost need to make sure an aide is in every classroom so that while the teacher is trying to teach, that you'll have another person in the classroom so they can help uh, monitor what's going on socially in the classroom so that they can protect the children the best they can. But there's no easy answer as we look at going back to school. There really is not an easy answer, but this is one that you have to just really get all the information. And it's like most things in life when you do that risk assessment, you get all the information you can you assess the risk and then see how much risk you are willing to live with. And then that's what you, you need to do. Uh, we want to continue our lives. We want to do things that, that we've, we've done in the past, but we have to consider what is the risk of me doing that thing. And if you're around elderly people or if you have people in your household that have compromised uh, systems or underlying conditions, then you just out of the just the love for them, you don't want to go out and and be um, uh, I want to say reckless, but not quite. That's not the word I'm looking for. But you don't want to be as adventuresome because you're not only putting yourself at risk. Uh, but you're putting others at risk. And even though you believe you can do something, we want to make sure we're not putting the people we love at risk also. So so anyway, as we conclude here, our episode two of, uh, 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 you know, this episode two of this podcast, the one thing I just want people to do is just understand, think about anything we do. And as we go through life, the things we do, we want to look at what we do on how it affects others and then see if 
the way it affects others, will we want that to be happening to us? If we do that, if we remember that golden rule to do unto others as, as uh, you know, we would like others to do unto us. And if you are a Christian or a believer, you know, um, the Bible tells you that Jesus says, you know, you want to love God with all your being and love others as you love yourself. Well, showing that love for others is, is showing that care and showing the things that we don't want to put our fellow person at risk. Well, that's my time. I know uh, this is a difficult topic, but it's one that, that we can overcome and we're going to get through this also. There's going to be a time when COVID-19 is going to be in our rearview mirror. But until then, let's do all the things we can do to be safe. All right. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and, uh, and and join me for future podcasts, because one thing we want to do as we do these podcasts is that we want to look at those issues that we all face from day to day and every day. But at the same time, we want to uh, figure out ways that as we go through this life journey, that we can be positive. And as we go through this life journey, we want to figure out ways that we could be better. So remember, we always want to be better and be positive. All right. So again, thank you for joining me and I hope you'll join me next time.